This is my home. The crumb holds beckoning with their twisted arms of wisdom. This is my home. The air invisible that my lungs can barely gasp. But breathe in and out through both times of trouble, times of ease, all immersed in this magnificentness, meaning we're all okay. And these moments keep on happening. We don't rehearse inside oceans of faces that we've come to know as hearts. Sweet hearts are waxing and waning through the ebb and tide. This evolution, this is my home. Thank you, love, and welcome to Medicine Caller Podcast. I want to invite you another layer deeper into the temple. We have a Patreon, and I would love for you to check it out. There are layers of support and nourishment for people calling medicine and for people restoring the temple, people healing together, I would love for you to come support this podcast and be supported in even more ways. To all my Patreon members, thank you. We are in this together. I appreciate you. I'm grateful. We'll talk soon. Consider yourself invited. Check it out. And I invite you to join. Let's get on with the show. intimate, wise, and healing conversations with the people who are carrying us through this time of true transformation and complete rebirth. Welcome to Medicine Caller, where visionaries share the real, the raw, the good, and the holy. I am your host, Sophia Wise One. Let's journey. Welcome to Medicine Caller. They call me Sophia Wiseman, and I'm here with beloved gift, talent, teacher, student, friend, colleague, companion, compatriot, Gita Lee, Tanya Alexandra, many, many, as many of my darlings are. We have many names. We go by many. 
Kavanicht. We travel through the world, being called many things, wearing many faces. Gitali is a professional recording artist. She's produced incredible albums. We will link them, go listen to them, be healed by them, like the rest of us. Join us in that. She's an educator, an educator back in the day with the small kids, journeyed the world, been a yoga teacher for decades, and a music teacher and a, a medicine caller and healer. She's a body worker, a fabulous body worker, a Reiki master teacher. She is a, a gift, a gift to this planet. So I am gifted to know her, and I give thanks to my Kim Fleischer, my ex-wife, who brought Gitali into my life, and um, thanks, thanks, Kim. Love you. You're here. You're here for sure. And uh, just so, so happy to know you and to be with you. And and I've wanted to share your your presence that you share with me um, with other people. And this is Jack. Jack will be with us today. Um, so I'm sure chiming in here and there. So, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So we're here in your backyard where I, oh, okay. Bye Jack. Um, we have been cohabitating. <laughs> I've been camping in your yard for a week now and we're about to part ways and for, for a moment in, in the manifested world, I I'm so happy to just be here. I'm like a little hot in the sun. It feels good. <sighs> Let's sing something together. Okay. What would you like to sing? Well. Was it your little medicine song that you wrote the other day? What was that? Um, um, oh, it's not. Trust. Bigger than my ego doubt. That's not the tune. I trust. I, I trust. trust. Bigger than my ego doubt. I trust. I trust. Bigger than my ego doubt. I trust. I trust. Bigger than my ego doubt. I trust. I trust. Bigger than my ego doubt. I trust, I trust, bigger than my ego doubt. I trust, I trust, bigger than my ego doubt. Mm -mm -mm -mm. I trust, I trust, bigger than my ego doubt. I trust, I trust, bigger than my ego doubt. I trust, I trust, bigger than my ego doubt. I trust, I trust, bigger than my ego doubt. Woo! <laughs> so good. Oh my gosh. That was such a good moment too. I just love moving. I just like giving thanks for the... Um, companionship and that ability to it just it's funny right I trust like having that moment in the car where it was like I heard the phrase in my head but I didn't want to say it I wanted to sing it and the 
comfortability in my own self and the comfortability of your com- of your comfort of your company to just to just say it and then to just sing and to just like roll down the road and be in that space it's it's the epitome of the song is really what it is right that like that was it just it just came out of my mouth spontaneous song is my favorite spontaneous song is my favorite <laughs> always <laughs> I can you tell me what you know about trusting um trusting like and doubt and ego doubt <laughs> like or what you don't know about those things what you know or don't know I don't know everything <laughs> <laughs> I trust Actually there is there's a little bit of truth in that like there is a trust in my recognition in myself of the not knowing but there's a lot that I just don't know. In my, from my ego self, like there just is so much that I don't know. And I think some, I think a lot of my own place of nourishment in my life is in that, resting in that space of being held in the unknown being curious, asking questions, finding out, um, but from everything that I've ever explored, when I speak to experts or non-experts, it seems like there's always a perspective, there's always, um, there's like truth, truth is constantly shifting, mm. it's, it's a constantly evolving, shifting, opening, place and while it's it is I I do believe that truth it like there is a a home of that like a center place of truth I think that um, trusting I I, I trust that Um, and I also trust the That it's not graspable, not tangible. I think that that's where we converse and we bump into each other and we love each other and we argue with each other is like swimming in and um, being in that space of unwinding how that truth sits within us. Mm. I don't know if I made any sense with what I said trying to touch upon it but yeah slightly obtuse question um yeah that place of a center right and I think of like the word truth like how many layers do we have associated with the word truth or true or um trust right TR words, mm-hmm. TR, TRU. I know, I moved oh. from trust to truth. Eh? Yeah, mm-hmm. trust to truth. And I, I think that that's, and that's kind of, I think maybe that's kind of what the right is like. I, I trust, I trust in what I trust in the truth bigger than my ego doubt, which is this, the ego doubt is, are these constructions around what's true, what, it, what the meaning making the story, the, it's like as my eyes and my face just like fill with tears, <laughs> like from my throat, right? I'm just like, the that place of um I just think about like wow that ego doubt it really it really makes a compelling story that um will use all the evidence it can 
to justify itself as true. Yeah. Right? And so to trust bigger than that seemingly convincingly um, compelling proposal is to trust in a, like a deeper and more compelling truth. Yeah. And I feel like that's what you, that's what you said. That's what, yes. I, that's what I heard, right? It's like that place of like, there's this center truth and then everything else is this, only you're also like relating, right? Like as we like relate and it's entirely subjective. So the ego doubt, you didn't necessarily speak to that in that same way, but that piece of this subjective um, story or meaning making, which is also, I was thinking about this this morning of like leaning, maybe it wasn't, yeah, I feel like maybe in the dreamscape this morning of like, what is this human, um, this we're convinced of, uh, oh, it's just, oh, I'm like really, it's getting really trippy in my head right now of the, the shared reality, right? And that there are shared realities that are, it's like a real question. Like, do we share our realities, you know? And I know that so often I'm having conversations with people and I'm like, I just don't think or feel or experience what you're saying to be true. Even if I can understand what they're talking about. Like, I can understand it from a perspective. It's like, that's not, that's not real for me. That's as much of a, like a story or a construction. And then I'm like, everything's a story or construction except this. Right. Kind of this larger piece. Yeah. Yeah. So two things are crossing my mind. I'm curious if you want to talk to either of them. One is, um, I'm thinking about the session that you gave me last night. And I don't know, this piece of where where it is to be standing in love and witnessing like what what that place is like for you or how has that always been something that you could do so lovingly and kind to just be with someone as they like crack open and drip onto the floor like a has it been something I've always been able to do? I or, is it, or is it something that's like cultivated or grown or changed? Like a way that you, I guess I'm talking about hold, yeah. like holding space. Yeah, I think that, uh, I feel like that's something that I've cultivated and learned. I don't know. I can't think of a specific time when that was or is. I, um... I have a, a memory of a good friend um, who I met in Philly who was just beautiful, free, spirited being who once talked to me and I don't know if she read it or I can't remember, but there was a, it was a, it was talking, she, she was talking, she was talking to me about how when you listen to somebody, you can be present with them and look them in the eye and send them love and not take on what's happening with them. And this is 
before I studied body work or before I did anything like that. But this idea of like if somebody's like yelling at you or somebody's upset or somebody's like, mm. you know, like you can be there for them and stand at them and look at them. And the idea was, I think this was something that she read, so I don't know where this came from. The idea was that in, in a conversation, if it's like, it feels like somebody's like trying to pull you in. I think that's where this came from. Or somebody was trying to pull you in instead of like resisting or trying to push away. Often what's happening is they're needing a place. Like they're needing to be held in a place of love. Mm. And yet there can be a way to do that and not necessarily feed in that space. And so there's like you th the, what she taught me is that you stand there and, and you just send them like a love smile like you have a little soft smile in your heart and you look at them and you stand in your space and you don't nod yes or no you don't respond anyway you just stand in your wholeness and you look at them with that place of love from your heart like you let the love in your heart and you just send them that and give them as much space as they need and there can be awkward silences because they're waiting for some sort of a response and there can be and so there can be reactions or they might just be done and this the energy can shift and I think I started playing with that but there was so much else I was doing but that was a that was a moment that I was like oh and I started to do that in conversations with people when I started feeling myself pulled in in a way that didn't feel like it was nourishing to me or perhaps even that person or if it was like whatever it is gossipy or you know somebody just needing to flat or whatever just like standing there and um and yeah being being that space of love and ironically that same person I went to visit her while she was working and there was a co like there was a conflict with somebody a delivery person that was talking to her and was kind of like really frustrated because he delivered the wrong things and she her boss had told her to send it back and they were having this moment and he was really I saw it like he, he got to this point that like he, he knew like a trigger any trigger and I could see like I could see like her energy sort of being pulled into his his drama which was very real for him like it wasn't that he was trying to do that he was but he, I don't think it was like a conscious like um, thing. I, I knew this person as well and so I like was in the space with them you know and I so I just stopped and I said you know are you like is everything okay are you okay like just to like shift the energy from him like kind of I think he was looking to I don't know feel better from making causing her like making it her fault or like you know and then he like sat and talked about the day and how he had to do and like what this stress thing was going to bring to him and I took that place of like standing in a place and sending that love and just being really present and not laughing and then not laughing, not nodding or I didn't laugh either, but like <laughs> not nodding or not, but not reacting at all. Yeah. Except for from this place of, of this action or non-action of just being present and sending him love and giving him space and something shifted in his energy and he when he was done he was kind of done and it wasn't like we were all hugs and laughter afterwards like he left right but it was um it shifted that it really did shift that energy and so like that's an example of that experiment and I think in that experiment that was one piece and then just also some of the things that 
you learn as a body worker. I think a lot of my studies in Reiki, I think Reiki was a big aha for me as a body worker. Like I worked as, you know, like you learn massage and it's a place of manipulation and you learn like there's a cause happening in the body and whether it's fascial or muscle or whatever. And it's, it's like a manipulation of something and you're doing something. And yeah. when I was giving Reiki sessions, there was this point and it took me talk about trust like I I really had to really it was a whole growing process of really trusting Reiki as a practice right. like when I and and like and I can tell like I could tell like early on when I was exhausted after a session I was trying to do something and when I could get empty like be that vessel like this empty space of holding and allowing and and in this place of of love and not loving like giving like I'm not trying it's like a real like Mm. it happens when songs come it happens as this connection to something deeper something greater something that isn't me that isn't my ego and it and it has very much very little to do with me at all and very much to do with that person on the table or in the chair or in the hospital bed or you know like wherever it has everything to do with what's going on around there and I'm just holding that space and miracles happen like miracles happen the le- the more I get out of the way the more I and I the more I can trust myself to get out of the way the the, the more healing happens the more spirit comes through and 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 guides and unfolds and yeah I just feel so Yes, everything you just said. So many things. One one of the phrases that I use is don't take the bait when people are, you know, when people are upset and they're like, you know, throwing that and it's like, what do you do instead of taking the debate, taking the Oh my goodness. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Look at that. We just bestowed upon <laughs> mm. Mm. Oh, wow. So my partner, Jonathan, just came out of the house and made us smoothies. Just handed us smoothies. Just handed us <laughs> these beautiful smoothies. <laughs> wow. Aww. Wow. Right? Even this feels like, like, this feels like the exact, exactly what we're talking about right now. We're just right. like letting go and making space. And we, we, we're not using these words, but I'll say them right now as we talk about these things, like the willingness to do part of this trust, right? Is the willingness for me to do my part, not make anyone else do anything else, not make me do something else that's not my part and trusting that it's somehow going to work out, right? And like, here we are just like doing our part. <laughs> and Jonathan doing his part, like living his life. And in the midst of that, we were just gifted smoothies. That's amazing. So, yeah. So I was saying, when you don't take the bait, what do you, what do, you do in that moment, right? 
And it is that, like, that willingness to see the person. I was just thinking, I was like, do I want to switch it up? Is it take the bait? It's like, take the deeper bait. It's like, don't take the ego. It's like, this, like, it's like, we're staying on this theme of like, don't take the ego bait and take the, like, the deep, the deep bait. Like, the, it's like, it's, it is a request. It is an echo. It is a, a cry for help or an expression or a best the best somebody can do you know I've just I was just having that conversation with a, a, a young person recently of just being like oh it's scary when people get mad and yell even though I know everybody's doing their best right mm-hmm. and so it's like you know to be in that remembering right so take the deeper bait and just be like what do we all want all the time it's like to be seen and loved mm-hmm. it's like really that is such a theme. So for those of you who may or may not, so I have another podcast called Vagina Talks and I have an episode that I recorded in Geetali's meditation nook, which is also like in her basement, in a closet. It's, it's, it's like in the basement, in the closet. It's, and it's, ugh, it's obviously like an ep- epic vibrational sacred chamber because you're like hanging out with Geetali. So you get it. So I'm inside the space and it's a very, very, like personal kind of rambling and I get to it about three quarters of the way through I just get this kind of moment where I'm just like I just I just I just want to be loved (laughs) and it's so real it's just like so it's like when we get to that it's like we go into the basement and we go into the closet and we like get quiet and we like listen to ourselves right like the deeper bait right that like come like the voice upstairs that's saying like why aren't you listening to this thing that I said? Or like, do this thing that I asked you to do. Or like, change your behavior or change, or for me recently, like, oh, spinach. Um, you know, it's like my like control timeline, my like, imp- this like deep ego impatience has been my real, I think that's peace for me is like, as I've, um, as I've prayed about true love uh, and wanting to know what it is uh shocker I really have been doing the training of patience I feel so uncomfortable saying these words I'm like uh it's been really it's and not that uncomfortable I feel I feel more comfortable now than I did months ago in the midst of that deep like that deep understanding of like to really be in true love I'm learning right I'm not saying this like I figured it out people taking it but it's like what I've been what's what I've been being shown is about letting go of my agenda of timeline of outcome even in an instant or a moment um and meaning making like what does it what does it mean right to really like to 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 be in we're back to this true theory um exploration of like of truly loving right is that that deep it's like loving that in the basement in the closet like quiet radiant um vessel that wants to be filled with love right like that it's like I came to earth to have the experience of being filled with love and then pouring that love out of my vessel that seems like that feels like a good way to describe something that there aren't words for right like I think that that's an accurate that feels like it's very calm in my body when I say that there's no part of me that's like you're not leaving me out every every part of me right now in this moment is like yeah no that's pretty much like yeah like I came here for that I came here to to have the experience, right? To empty and have the experience of being filled with love and then to pour over. 
I think about the one of the medicines that came to me early on when I first arrived here was this meditation that I had in this vision of I think that happened here of the fountain filling the did I have that in Taos? I think I had that here. I had that you here. You shared it here. Yeah, I had so. it here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happened when I got here. So I was thinking about this notion of like my cup overfloweth, right? This uh, this practice of self-care, needing to fill ourselves first, take care of ourselves first and 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 to do it and thinking about this filling because I was having this experience of like I feel like there's a David Wilcox has a great song called uh, I don't know what it's called but one of the lines is like a crack in the cup right and so it's like when someone else is trying to fill that cup in you and you've got a crack and it's Mm -hmm. like they can't they can't fill your cup and they can't heal the crack right but if we can heal the cracks then our then our cup fills really easily right yeah and so um and so that place I was having that feeling of just really arriving and feeling like okay I can feel so much of my cup is like (laughs) I feel like I had healed enough in my shattered state to feel a cup right so that was progress I can celebrate that right now that that felt like an like a like a rebirthing like I'd come through and, and had more more of myself and I felt these cracks right like I felt like I couldn't no matter how long I gave myself a Reiki session in the morning, no matter how long I like prayed and did my practices and I did them and then I would do them and be like, okay, good round. Now I'll go through my day just like kind of leaking and like, and I'll do another round of mending tomorrow, right? Like layer by layer. And, and this image, when I was thinking about this, this image came to me of a spring coming up into a fountain and the fountain being a bowl and the bowl filling and overflowing and specifically having it be a fountain that it overflows into like a gravel or like a like a earthen space so that literally in the vision it was spring water from the earth coming up um or well water coming up from the water and pouring over and then going pouring down and going back into the water table this like and understanding that like some of that water would get taken and drank in or washed with or made offerings with and some of that water will go get evaporated into the air and some of that groundwater gets fed by the rain right so it's not like it's this closed it's not a closed system right. but it is a it is a a self-generative and restorative system but this idea of my body just being this this bowl in that fountain and this this trust of being filled being able to fill as I empty right like that I think that's another piece of it being this like being the the bowl that's connected to the spring so that it's not this idea of like fill my cup empty my cup fill my cup empty my cup or fill my cup but I can't give too much or I can't whatever right like this idea of constantly being filled which feels more true to my experience of like love life force cosmic majesty um yeah 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 yes I um would love if you would sing no sides sure yeah So for those of you who may be joining us right now, I've been nomadic for about two and a half years, 
and I that is it's a many is many many tales inside of that, um, but one of them is that I've had this this long and this ache and this pine for home, which of course is like we all have that whether we we all have that with our houses and with our apartments and with our uh, and for those who are housing insecure who really you know don't have a home that's a whole nother level and versus this my experience my completely volunteer choice um, to live this way and a friend of mine um, this spring when I told him I was traveling again said you need a you need a tent you got to have a tent if you're going to be traveling this you have to he said you need a place where you can lay down and extend your whole body and you can stand up you can do your practices and uh, and that conversation happened in March and it was this whole journey and a tent arrived here in June <laughs> and I set it up here in this yard and I laid it in it it's octagonal it's an octagon and I laid in it and I felt different and my body began to settle in a different way and I looked up and I saw that it was a web it was a total web looking up that I had picked a tent that when I lay on the floor and I look at the ceiling it's, it's a web, it's a web. <laughs> <laughs> um, spider queen has her web so and Gita Lee came out and, and, and wanted to bless the space. And I wanted her to bless, to bless our space um, with this song that she shared with me there. So.
connection song is like <clears throat> it's actually well the opener and the closer are like oh the opener and the closer for that song <laughs> are um are new-ish uh when I got this instrument this hand pan which I won in a raffle <laughs> at a hand pan gathering in Colorado and I was just sort of getting to know this hand pan. And um, <clears throat> it was also at a time that I was really grieving uh, my sister's death. And um, so that beginning piece of just, I mean, I feel like so much of my life has been all about teaching me about this idea. Like maybe all our lives are like this, but for me it feels like a theme to really um, tend to and honor and nurture and celebrate and grieve is this idea of transient, of like, <clears throat> that everything is always shifting, always changing, always growing. That's life, right? Om like transformation, like life and death. And um, there was a, this, I would make a joke with like some of my friends <clears throat> at a yoga studio I worked at one yoga a friend of mine Carol I'd be like you know like how are you doing I'm I'm doing the living like <laughs> I'm I'm living <laughs> I'm practicing all the things that go with being alive like all the challenges all the ups and the downs and so that doing the living of like like I'm 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 existing in this like world uh, and existing in the culture that I'm in and I'm existing in what I've been taught and what I'm unraveling and I'm existing in my own survival and how I can nurture that and others survivals and how I can nurture that and the whole planet and the big pictures and the little pictures and the you know close families and friendships and all of that is all happening at the same time <clears throat> and we're living so it's like doing that living and it's always in that place of transition and I think that that connects to this idea that idea that we were talking about with like trust and truth and <clears throat> this uh you know that this knowing that I just don't know 
like like that's my knowing is that like this is constant transformation there's constant transformation and then no sides that song there are no sides is actually in my album emergence with a way different different chord structure and very different feel <clears throat> kind of like almost dark and ambient and um those words came to me when I was living in Philly, like, on the evening um, of September 11th, when I was walking just through the city, and the city that, like, Philly's an awesome city, and I like that we're raw, like, I like that, like, everyone's so raw, like, I could, I could tap into uncomfortable conversations like that, and those uncomfortable conversations, I just as much as they're challenging I love because that's where my I'm growth like I think about like roots like breaking into the <laughs> like, really like tough soil like mm. those raw conversations um and at that time I would be walking through the city and like strangers would like look me in the eye like and say how are you and and I would do the same and people were we were it was people I didn't know and didn't recognize that I normally wouldn't have said word to we were we were all tending to each other similarly well maybe not similarly in a very different way I've seen, I've witnessed that with the this like COVID piece where a lot of people are like in quarantine being cared for by other people checking people checking in on their neighbors like you know first time meetings online people were checking in how are you you know because those are the huge transitions like we're having itty bitty transitions all the time but those are huge like we talk about normalcy like what's the norm going back to the norm what's the norm and my my understanding is that norm is never a thing like it's there's never a norm we're constantly evolving and constantly changing and 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 I think I, I crave sometimes structure so that I can be in that so I can feel this place of norm and and stillness and it, yet structures are always here not to stay forever to like fall apart and be re I don't even say rebuilt but re-tended to and regrown and re cared for but anyway so no sides <laughs> that's where that came from it's kind of a combination of two different songs um and our healing and even in that like while I was playing that and singing this time like the like questions come up with this idea of no sides and we are all one and no definitions and I I really think that there is a trueness to that and in that I want to be care and by careful I mean full of care in recognizing that even in singing that as a a moment of truth this like greater moment of truth of it really does feel like things are polarized and there are sides happening and um, and um, feelings and realities that people are having that are so um, that seem so oppositional like you know like the whole um black lives matter movement like has been happening for so long right and it's say like like 
it's it's this like hello hello like this this existence that's happening this this reality that we're having is matters like this all matters and this is real this is very very real and this is this is the structure that we need to tend to that we need to like break down the break down and, and let regrow like that trans like in a bigger piece of transformation than just the little itty bitty shifts I don't know what I'm saying yes I'm no you talking. do you okay. do <laughs> you do and I I what I want to say about that oh, I want to say so many things I'm so grateful for all of what you just said and and this understanding of like the simultaneous like oh there are sides like inaction silence is participation is a real statement of like there's a side like you're participating in one in one way or another and to me there's a place inside the the larger truth of there are no sides right where that's Mm -hmm. that's that's acknowledged right like like the what do I want to say about this? I want to say it. I want to say it the way that I I mean it, which is the movement for black lives and the humanization of policy and government and structure and corporate um, actions and collective action right the call to say humans are humans and we need to make decisions as a collective that reflect the truth of that right right and that you can't treat the soil any which way and think that it's not going to affect the food or the people that eat the food or the animals that live in that soil or that feed off of that like there it is a, all of those to me are echoes back to that wisdom of like there are no sides right, right right and so it's like that that piece and and you know one of the things that i love to play with that i love to be inside of right again it's like this we're just kind of really i love it we're really in a theme this like this landscape of you know they're not contrary Yeah, I think the piece that I want to say, like, dare I say it, right? The way that I want to say it, right? Like, just in that space. It's just like... It feels very commanding. It feels very bossy. It feels very, like, I I know. Like, that's... And I think that's the part that has me feeling like, uh... But that was the dream that I had last night, right? It was... I had this dream. I got arrested. And I was in this... um, this intake process and I was just watching um, all these women get treated and charged um, disproportionately rudely inaccurately fake charges all these things and then I started speaking with this like power and conviction and presence just speaking this truth naming what was happening and the illusion that everybody was participating in and just kind of following along it was like it just dissolved and then like people were standing up the energy between all the people changed and were different and the 
the presence was different. And then it was just like, literally all the charges were dismissed. Everybody was leaving. The staff was leaving. The people who were arrested were leaving. It was, it was this complete, this complete dissolving of the illusion of us kind of playing along in this, in this space. And so I, I think the piece, Ooh, I'm going to go, this is, I'm going to go there. I'm going to talk about some of the things that I was talking about yesterday with you of just this piece of, I'm just let you, you set, you just get settled. Hi, Jack. Thank you. Um, it's this command. I'm having like, is there anything you want to say? Keep going. Okay. <laughs> oh, courage, 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 courage. Oh. I think the part that I need to speak into I'm scared. <laughs> Drink this magic smoothie and look at the ducks. Uh I was sharing with Gita Lee yesterday because I had this moment while I was driving in the car and I heard, literally heard on the news, on the radio, um, people talking about self-care and medicine and, 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 and healing. And instead of feeling the way that I thought I was supposed to feel upon hearing that, which was like, yes, making it to mainstream. I mean, mainstream Radio Fort Collins. I understand. I'm still like, <laughs> like it's a major bubble, bubble land also happening in context. And still, right? And still a different conversation on the radio than was happening. And this was a trans black person speaking about these things, you know, just being like them having the microphone talking about these things being validated and held up as valid and real and true things. This is huge victory. Like these are huge victories. These are the things that I look at. I'm like, you want to hear the news? You want to hear what's new? You want to hear what's different? And like, this is what's different. Like this voice being held up as an authority, as real, as these concepts, as valid, as important, deserving airtime, bandwidth, broadband, like broadcasting like that is the good that is the fucking good news like that's the good news because there are people who have we're hearing that conversation for the first or the third or the fifth time when that came across that radio wave right which is different than a, like those of us that are mostly hanging out on medicine collar we've been having these conversations for decades decades and decades we've dedicated our life to the radical faith and truth that we 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 will not see the results of the fruits of our prayers and ceremonies. Like the real fruits. We will see flowers. We will see blooms. We will see evidence. We will experience miracles as a direct result, sometimes within seconds, often within months and years. But that the true, true, true 
shift in power and potency um, is is beyond our even beyond our concept backwards and 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 forwards in time so that's good it feels good to say those things and to feel that because that's true another piece that came up for me was my own memory and grief of me speaking these truths and these words into conversations in communities where I thought I would be taken seriously or respected and instead got told that the things that I was bringing to the conversation um, about empathy or ancestors or healing trauma um, were um, tertiary, extracurricular, unnecessary, dramatic, overly sensitive, um, uh, not as important, like not as important. in the social justice work world, as well as in the, I mean, in all that for me, and I, and I, and I think for many of you listening, for many of us, like being the people who risk it and live their lives that way, have that experience. And so right now having this notion, I think I just kind of skipped a little bit. I just, so maybe I'll go back to that place and, and have the courage to sit there for a second and to just give voice and I want to give voice to myself because I want to give voice to anybody listening who may be having this ache um, in you of saying like I'm so glad it's being given the space and being taken seriously and I have to I have to give props of like yet again it is black culture that bring brought things in and made things popular like treat yourself was a major turn into the self-care movement of popularizing and and like making that kind of cool and hip, you know? When like a bunch of us were just like, it's a good idea to meditate. It was like, yeah, 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 whatever. But when it was like, what do you need to do to take care of yourself and was translated in a way and was taken seriously, like, and so I just want to give give thanks to all of, all of the, like, I just, we would, we would be... Yeah, we would be nothing without marginalized cultures across the board. We would literally be nothing. We would not be fed. We would not have clothing. We would not have art. We would not like, we just wouldn't, we wouldn't. Of all like the construction of race, which is not real. um, uh, I mean, right. Like it's a construct that is, has impacts in reality, but the idea that it is a a thing, either biologically or any of those things. I'm um, reading How to Be an Anti-Racist by... Um, Kendi and it's we'll put a link in there it's it's just really breaks down all these different ways in which race is created recreated and perpetuated and so this place just voicing the part of the ache that says like it's that it's like that feeling of like I think we all know that feeling when you said it to well like I literally had this experience with my father (laughs) and it was like to hear him speak about race and cultural context in the way that he is right now is glorious. It's amazing. And this feeling of being like, I'm glad you could have these conversations with people that could reach you. And like, it's really obvious that the conversations that I tried to have to reach you didn't reach you. Um, but so that one to me, I don't know that one to me right now today anyway, makes me chuckle. It's just like, 
I think especially because with that that close of a layer of family, I really have come to terms with like you just hear it who you hear it from. Like that's fu- like that's fine. Like I'm I'm the daughter. Like it's okay. Like that's all right. You know, like you need some peers to educate you. And I, I think my father would have tripped me me to kind of teaching many things. So it's a, I don't I don't need I don't need every gold star for that. The ache that came up for me were much more of my peer cultures of feeling like 10 years ago or 15 years ago or 20 years ago being told that what I was saying was important, what just like was not important and wasn't real. So I don't know if you want to say anything about that or just just name that. I just think that that's like an I just, and I knew that I had to acknowledge my own hurt. And I had this moment of having this conversation with Gitalina. And I was like, I mean, I just, I need to be mindful about where I share this conversation. And I'm being like, ha ha, you, sure. you looking <laughs> here, broadcast it. That's my part. That's my part. And that's that trust, right? Like bigger than my ego doubt. It's like, I can't say this because it's going to hurt people or it's going to come out the wrong way. And it's like, I am whatever I am what I, I just I just am what I am I'm, I'm here to do it this way but this piece of just recognizing I'm not the only one for those of us that have been calling medicine and saying this is important and 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 then this deeper piece of not only do we have to say this but there's more that we have to say like there's more that I get to say in this time there's more that you get to say in this time there's more that we get to say in this time that even now as visionaries and as medicine callers and as we go into you know remember that like that notion of like oh that's just a pipe dream remember that's a reference to a medicine journey a pipe dream is about communing with plants and being taken beyond our ego and cultural context and beyond our imagination by merging with plant consciousness to show us beyond right so like when we do that with plant medicine or through chanting or practices or any of the ways in which we expand past our own limitations, gain access to to the next level, to the next layer and bring that back, it's going to be a step beyond what is already acclimated. That's our job. We're like we're we're putting another step on on on, on the on the ladder we're putting another uh, another kind of strip on the bridge and part of the ache that happened for me yesterday was just this feeling of like and that I was talking in my own healing and I just like again like honoring you medicine callers who are walking this right now like the the waves of loneliness that come along with like oh people are saying the things that like people are getting it and being like, great, they've got it, which means now there's a way in which it's like our hands are emptied. Like I don't need to convince people that ancestral healing is important anymore. It's really caught on. <laughs> it's not my job to like, you know, and of course I will keep talking about it because it's inherently woven into everything that's happening. But when I take these journeys and I'm guided to bring something in, I'm being given something new into my hands I'm not the only one we all are we're receiving these next layer pieces and and that place of um at the edge being edge edge walkers um and gatherers right gatherers and bringing things back and that sometimes um that's celebrated we bring back something and people that's great and sometimes we're bringing people back and they're like well that's not real that's not what important that's not what's really happening now and the recognition, and I think that's part of also where I am in my own like maturing of my own process and part of the like eldering process that happens where you just like 
it's not important for people to like believe you or to convince to have the confidence of like, well, after 20 years, I've seen that like every three to five years, what I was talking about seems, and that's like really fast. That's a very fast cultural revolution to be having those things happening five years, 10 years to say these things that I was talking about 20 years ago have like moved into the mainstream and people that were saying, I, come on, Sophia, we need to focus are saying like, whoa, 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 don't jump ahead. We've got to get back to basics. And they're talking about the things that I was talking about. So I just say it out loud that I'm ha- experiencing feelings of anger and bitterness and resentment and jealousy and insecurity and fear. And, um, and that when I voice those, when I say that, it, it calms me and gives me courage to say, and I'm so grateful that like, and I said this a lot, um, kind of in this transition when I basically took my sabbatical last year, um, I was just grateful to watch my students and to watch my colleagues and to watch my, to watch a lot of people carrying the medicine and sharing the medicine with the world that I had felt for a long time that if I put it down and I talked to some of my colleagues about this too, that have been doing this work for 20 plus years and saying like, I couldn't put it down because there was no one else carrying it. It was, it was too, it was like, it just wasn't, it wasn't worth it. Like if it killed me in the process, but it could go another day, reach another ear, touch another heart, vibrate another plant, it was worth it without a question. And when I started to have this experience of, and I think this is both a, yes, we're evolving and B my own healing my own healing and my willingness to see, to surrender my ego importance, to let go of me needing to be valuable through Mm. being spiritually enlightened or having emotional value to someone, right? Like as I became more whole and was able to be valuable for existing and I didn't have to prove that, I also, it could clear my vision and I could see other people who were doing what I was doing. But I mean, I even had just literal things of like watching the people that I had trained um, teach a workshop and watching them teach this workshop and teach exercises that, that they had learned with me 10 years previous and having this feeling in my body of like, I don't need to be in this room. And knowing that previous years, it was important that I was there. Even though they were teaching, I was still part of holding the container and we would check in before and we'd check in after, you know, and having this real moment of like victory. Like they don't, like I don't need to be in this room to have the medicine happen to the potency that it can happen. Like that's like that, those real moments of being like, and then walking away and having like an identity crisis of being like, oh my God, if I'm not needed in that room, like who am I and what am I, like what am I? But in that untangling, I, the exhaustion kind of began to unfold of like what I had carried and that, that emptying. Um, And so I think maybe that's also, I'm also just honoring that right now in myself of that, like that. And honoring that in you, like you're any of you that have like confronted allostatic load, adrenal fatigue, burnout, you know, of just being like not being able to put it down because when you put it down, shit fell apart, you know, and to be having this experience right now in my life of saying, watching me put stuff down and being like, it's not falling apart, it's growing. Like the seeds were planted, the gardens are thriving. And so then there is this question of like, okay, so that garden took and there are, there are other gardeners for it and being like, oh goodness well then like I guess there's another and knowing because I'm being given these visions knowing that there is another another garden to to kind of build or restore like the restoration comes up for me of like there's so much to recover and to untie and to embody and a huge piece of that right now is this 
is this joy piece is this like okay so we know this is a shit show but like what is the alternative like we've been so entrenched in war and rape and destruction and ownership and slavery and um indentured servitude and owning people right as the normalcy right so so what is something what is something else you know and so to really be embodied and to cultivate and to co-create with other people not just in my own imagination but to have the the power and the risk to to step into and to begin to resonate and I think that's one of those things that I'll say too is like speaking to people who are on the ground in the streets in Philadelphia yes let me not I'm not like yes the police are all of those accounts they're real they're probably like the of abuse like they're they're worse than we think it's way more than any reports that we get all of that is just it's like if your eyes are open that's just true it's like think about any time you've ever seen a couple fight and then been like, you think that was the worst fight they've ever had? You think that's the only fight they ever had? Like, hell no. We all know that if that's the relationship, then what you're seeing is just the edge. And so that's the system. That's true. So let me, let me be very clear about that being what I'm about to say is not contrary <laughs> to that happening. The other thing is the gatherings themselves of the people. Um, my brother's been referring it to it as protest fest. He said, it's a real vibe here. And, and I've been hearing that of being like, and that's the point because it is, there is this root understanding of like, we have to be embodying that which we want to be creating. And so some people get that and some people don't, but a lot of people get it and a lot of the leadership gets it. And a lot of the people that are coming together, because when we come together and we say, we don't want this, the natural occurrence is, what do we want? What does it look like? How does it feel? Where are we going? And to have so many creative, bold people be cracked open in the acknowledgement of their grief and the acknowledgement of their anger, the justification, the validity of the ache, right? Like to let those wounds be open. You know, the balm is in the wound. The balm is in the wound. The answer is there when we crack open and say this isn't right. At the core of that is what's right. When we say that's not right, like don't touch me like that. What we're saying is I know how I want to be touched, right? And so when we have that, you know, and so that is that is what's rising in this way that's happening underneath everything else. And I feel like that's one of the ways that I'm being called right now is to walk, is to be tending that current that's happening that I'm hearing like my ear to the earth. Like I'm hearing the conversations or it's like the mycelium, the the mycelium of the of the the consciousness, the wet right, the web. Um, and and being able to tend and bless and reinforce and and See, this is it. I can see it. Now I'm like, oh, this isn't real. I can't talk about this. Like even, you know, I always, I, <laughs> those of you, for those of you who this is, you know what I'm like now. It's like about an hour into the show where I'm like, okay, this is where I really just start like saying the things. Cause I think anyone who's not really with me probably stopped listening to this show like 40 minutes ago. <laughs> so if you're still here hanging out, it's, it's its own established kind of brave and brave space. Um, but yeah, the real, this is exact, this is where I got to yesterday talking, talking with Yugi Tali of just being like the part that I feel like to claim that I am afraid to say is real because I've had so much evidence when I come back and, and say this piece and say, well, this is the thing. Some people go, wow, that's so cool. And other people go like, okay, but like, what do you really do? Or like, what's real or whatever. 
and most of those are those voices are mostly in my head because I've created quite the protective consciously created an environment that supports um what's uh, do you have anything you want to say <laughs> I'm like power zone backing up backing up backing no, up back up. like oh back up no back up go back up Ugh, and I just and it just blah, blah, blah. and then I get so mad because it's like you know what you want to know all these things that I'm getting like eh, like iffy about saying they're not new they're not new they're the same they're the same information fundamental understanding of how things shift and change and come into being that I don't want to say all because I don't know all indigenous histories or paradigms but many 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 of the teachers that I've had time to spend to to sit with and spend time with and the stories that I've heard and the lineages that I know, I'm not, I'm not making up anything. This idea of going out and coming back with something new is like, it's not new. It's new to bring it in to a colonized amnesia dissociative culture. It's new there, but it's not new to think that dreams are real and that real things can happen in the dream world. It's not new to understand that there's a mycelium or collective consciousness or a quantum field that we make real impact in and that in that space one of the things that's the most wild part about working in the quantum field is that there's no individual ego identity in the quantum field so i can't go to the quantum field sophia can't go to the quantum field and manipulate the quantum field because for me to merge with the quantum field means i have to surrender and converge Yes, you have to become the quantum field. And so to have consciousness, to have for Sophia, for me to have a consciousness to translate it is this, that, I don't think that's not even new. It's new. It's, there's a newness in my, my own soul's evolution. Like even in my countless lifetimes, I, I definitely feel that I'm, I can like feel these aches in my body. I am experiencing another level of being able to have remembered consciousness in while incarnated to be able to go into the quantum field and witness myself uh, to have an aspect or a memory to like see it happen but that I can't go and make it happen a thing I go in and there's a but there is a way in which that energy can and does in its conscious state amplify that which is ready to be shifted what did we oh my gosh we have a term spark Spark ankling. Spark ankling. Yes, it is. We were. Kitali was asking me what the word was. It's like revolution, like cycling through things and like a cycle and an evolution and like changing over time. But what is it when there's like that moment where you like kind of jump to another level? But it's 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 an evolution. And I was like, oh, evolution on the quantum field. That's spark ankling. <laughs> <laughs> To spark ankle. To spark ankle. To spark ankle, right? And so this understanding that, like, there's a space and a way in which that shifts. And then I've seen it, and it makes, and it's like, and other people who have experienced these things, this, this, this miracle realm. And then I come back. And I had this experience so profoundly in March that I didn't go back into the quantum field. I think I'm getting ready to go back to the degree that I did then. It was so... I mean, the next 12 hours were uh, every conversation that I had. It was like I had, it was, I, I had jumped. I had, it was, it was a spark angle. Every conversation, every decision, everything was like in this paradigm 
because the, in the vision, the this spy, spider woman came out. So I'm like in the quantum field, the thread of, I don't remember what the words were now, but it was an aspect of, um, was an aspect of, uh, an abuse piece and a, like a dependence piece it was an aspect of like being dependent. And the spider came and snipped it and gathered her web and then wove and like reconnected and wove these new pathways. And for the next 12 hours, I like went to bed that night, had, I don't remember what they were, but had these dreams, woke up the next day, had all these conversations on the phone and in person. And it was like, everybody was just saying things like, oh, I just had this thought. I'm going to do this thing. Like literally epiphanies in real time, every single person that I talked to and then like watched these things happen in the next, you know, and was just so tripped out by it that I was like, oh my God, this shit was so real. And I didn't do it, but I didn't not do it. Right. Like in that space, it's not, it's not me, but it's not, not me. Right. And so there was a way in which it's like I visited and I've touched in, but the way that I went, and to be honest, I did the Wim Hof breathing before and like at the, we did, I did five rounds of it with other people. And then I went and then it was like, and then I was in the quantum field and then it happened. And so I haven't done the full five rounds of Wim Hof (laughs) 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 since then, because, you know, on one hand, I'm just into, I'm just integrating. It's like, I really learned a lot. And I think again, like my ego was so, I mean, it was so, it got, it got burned. Like I cut that thread and some money that I thought was coming in, in those 12 hours did not, that was part of what was like I was you know and I'm grateful for that I can see that now just being like it was it was totally what it was there but it was like the results were so, so I've just been having that space I'm just like okay oh I think I want to say one more thing which is this piece of kind of connecting it back to this place that we're right now which is this understanding of oh it's this funny right it's like time is so bendy um I have felt, been shown, seen, experienced. A lot of people say, like, I'm not going to see this evolution in my lifetime. Like, it's going to ha- we're really going to see these changes later. And I have this deep understanding of, like, I mean, you can have whatever timeline you have, but I'm in one where it's happening really fast. And, like, I don't think it could happen any faster necessarily without actually totally ripping. Most of reality is ripping right now anyway so like how many we need a few threads (laughs) to maintain to rebuild something from here and and this understanding of like this remembering that it's not our jobs it's it's part in, in my viewpoint it's part of the colonial patriarchal control mechanism that we have to have this plan this like we know what it looks like and it has to have an exact you know that aside we also have like shit ton maps of things that do work like farming forests and like extended permaculture communities like we, there's like lots of people that have doing been, been that notion of like we need to do more research people have been do- this is like what it was like what you were saying like we've been doing people have been doing this work and doing this research like people have been studying gender and 
or like the gendered binary died in the 70s like get with it people like you're 45 years behind <laughs> you know like this isn't new like it's just catching up and so that feeling of like it's that again that feeling of, right it's like gender binary died in the 70s to the western mind the gender binary was created for most of the world because it was not it had to be created because it's not because it's not right. real for <laughs> uh, the human biological or behavioral or communal context. So, right. <laughs> so, right. You know, so so there is so much knowledge. It's both path knowledge and creative present knowledge that that is there and that we don't have to have this control and we especially don't need to have a map and that in many ways I think we can't have a map, right? Like, like, if someone was like, I, I just was, it's okay, right? So I'm walking. This is a real story. So I'm walking. I'm having a conversation with the wind, you know, like you do. And the wind says to me, Sophia, you saw things and dreamt of things that people said were impossible. And you've seen them happen over and over again. For instance, you were like, people are just going to wake up. It's going to be a matter of weeks and millions of people are just going to like have these layers of epiphanies and understandings. Now, that's like, like there's no rational brain that would say like, how are you going to make that happen? Well, it just turns out you take a global pandemic, right? Convert, send people, all these people home, except for the people that can't go home. You have this complete paradigm shift. Then you have this woman who is caught on camera exemplifying what white privilege and the ability to wave it over someone's life looks like combined with the previous six years of the movement for black lives action um network you know i mean people some people think it went away and i'm like if you are part of if you're connected the movement strategies education policies there's a reason why people are saying like like, like things are happening so fast right now. And it's because these are not new requests. These are not new strategies. These have been established both from defunding the police and there are different strategies, like different people of different things as well to just full abolition. Like these are, these are not new things. Like these, they are, these are there, right? So you add that, right? Then you add this other pair, like line in all of this, which is the Me Too movement adding this entire dialogue and initiating a massive validation for the abuse that's happened specifically to female and women bodies that then echoed into trans non-binary and male bodies of the validation of the patriarchal use of abuse and money and control you combine that with bernie sanders which was which was you know you it's like okay you have it's like uh, it's like Black Lives Matter, follow, it was Occupy, followed by Black Lives Matter, followed by, and this is like, you can start the timeline anywhere, right? It's like, you go back to, it's like Stonewall, <laughs> gay rights, right? It's like you legalize marijuana, it's like, like you, you can't make that, that's my whole point. I think I've made my point. You can't say, okay, we're going to do this whole thing. And then on, you know, and then on this day, this murder is going to be filmed and this is going to ignite the nation. You can't plan that except in the level of like the quantum field we did, right? Like we don't, we, it's like, it couldn't make it up except for the fact that we do, but we don't do it from this like ego construction, like plan place. Right. And so that recognition of like how we show up to it now, how do we remember that in this moment going forward in this moment? One thing is you prepare, right? 
you prepare for when that moment comes when somebody said what do you want getting more and more clear about what do you want what does it look like what is the alternative another piece is being resource and resilient so when the moment comes you have the practices and a way of being and staying in your body and staying present treating your trauma so you don't dissociate out of your fucking body i mean in all of us that have been working and practicing for decades this was the most intense training ground all of my almost all of my peers and colleagues i know a few people who were really 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 grounded but almost everybody else i know it was the hardest back to the basics kind of core place and some other things, but I feel like that's, and then, right, and like surrender and like doing your one part and trusting and not manipulating, like the true love and letting like the magical mystery dreamscape quantum field shift thing be real without understanding or being able to control it. I think I did it. It's good. <laughs> Good. It's good. It's good. All right. I think one more song, or two more songs. No pressure. Okay. We can sing. We can sing together too. Yeah. Um, and I just want to, if there's anything, anything that you want to say or express or be or curious eyes or comment on. No. Just that I celebrate the the unraveling of it all, the discomfort of it all. I'm really like I celebrate that. In on whatever plane it's being experienced, and whatever reality it's being experienced, and whatever. amount of depth that it's being experienced, that uncomfortable mess is our growth. And I celebrate that. Mm. Yeah. And and to like and I celebrate like I that um you gave like the the, the pieces of you know, like the one, two, the three that you just shared. Um, I think that those are, I'd like to um, invite you to like actually take a piece of that and like write that down as like an offering somewhere for people to find us like a quick, uh, a quick guide, a quick remembering, a quick like, because it's true, like in this, I I, I really, hmm. Again, I want to be full of care when I say this. <clears throat> We're going to continue to transform and expand and grow and, and co-create something different. We're going to continue to break down the systems that are and it's going to get really uncomfortable. And our planet is going to continue to introduce things to shake things up to say you've got to listen deeper and we've got to make some bigger changes and our bodies are going to tell us more I think things are going to get louder and more messy Um, and so I think that those pieces that you're talking about of just 
all the practices of coming back to our center, of tending to ourselves, and, and reminding others and helping others to tend within all of this shaking and breaking open um, and tearing down and I don't want to say rebuilding because I, I to me that still that still feels like that same structure of right building of, of, of merging merging of re creating co-creating mm, you know I yeah. think that um, yeah it's like that that piece of like remembering to come to our centers to keep tending back to keep coming back is really um, important I love it. What am I going to sing? I have a ukulele. I have a ukulele. Oh, we can sing without a ukulele. Wow. Co-creating. Well, two things come to mind. One is... Um, one is, um, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to ground down for a second here. I usually do my two closing questions. So the second to last closing question is where do you like people, how do you like people to find you or get in contact with you? I can say a couple things. You can expect, uh, Gitali is on Spotify and Bandcamp. You can go buy her music from her. Mm-hmm. on Bandcamp. You can listen to it and stream it on Spotify. Um, and she's a nourishing website called Love's Diner. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you share whatever you want to share about um, any like anything else or how you like people to get in yeah. contact with you. Um, sometimes I'm hard to get in contact with. <laughs> or just find resources. I mean, um, did I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Else? No, it's... Yeah, the, Music, musically, those are the places. Bank. I mean, you can find on all the all the places. If there's an easier place, like if it is easier for you to like tap into iTunes to find a piece of music, you can do that as well. And and if it's being shared, it's good. Great. Um, if you find it and you want to share it with others, do. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, Love Steiner is a as a is my attempt at like stepping away from the musician of me that had my website that was like my name my brand this is what I do to step into I don't think that this is all that I am and it's not all about me so it's like this constantly hopefully growing evolving place to um, share this idea that everything 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 is medicine and the idea I just called it Love's Diner because um, I was ex- trying to explore a place of like where where we could go you know like if you go to a diner like I always love going to diners at like crazy times you'll find like all sorts of walks of life in there you know like from the drunken you know drugged up person in the corner to like this artist writing songs on napkins you know to the beautiful people who are awake serving to like um, and yet you can always go there and find that nourishing burger or fries <laughs> or like, I'm a vegetarian, so I don't eat burgers, but, um, you know, like it's just this, but they're open 24 hours and you always know, like if you're at, like you could find that place. And so the idea of the website of Love's Diner is like trying to, to 
put out there, and it doesn't necessarily have to be in that space on the web, but this idea of this 24-hour place of nourishment, remembering that, like, we can find medicine anywhere, like, by connecting to each other and asking for that medicine or connecting to the ground or through song or through, like, what comes through us in, in the form of creative, and I say creative with a capital C, of, like, creative, um, which is... Um, all that exists in this very present moment so I'm not the most graceful at you're so no I'm gonna but... I'm a, look at me I'm cutting you all like, no 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 don't listen don't listen you're so graceful she's like just take it it's not even true you don't even need it you're so you oh. are you are you are yeah you are and you don't have to be any more or any less to have your voice be valuable and contributive and broadcastable and thank you you're welcome (laughs) um i and then my second last question and we can talk you can talk about it i'd love to hear what you have to say about it or also if it inspires a song that's also like a good option but so it is this piece of if we're co-creating this next world this paradigm if we're um embodying or emerging as it um what is it what is it it doesn't have to be the whole picture right and what's a piece what do you carry what do you know what do you see what do you want knowing that your desire is your creative impulse um Mm. where are we going where are we emerging from as um my answer to that is not necessarily an answer it's a a pondering um I mean, my first, my first, like, opening is this, this request of deep listening from all of us, Mm. um, of really, and in the human context, human to human, like, in that really deep place of when we're in uncomfortable conversation, or when it's not even conversation because there's just so much emotion involved. Um, just more and more space for that listening, for meeting each other, um, yeah, in that place of listening, first deep, deep listening, and courage to get uncomfortable in ourselves, and with each other, and then I also say that deep listening also to our planet, to our plants and to the sun and the wind and even deep listening to like the rhythm of the pace and the movement in our our, of all the systems in place right now like really listening and Mm. watching and um stepping into what what can be shed and what can be um, shown light upon you know to shift so I think I think first that if I'm talking individually as me in my own little pot of world I mean just even in my my family of trying to like opening to shift paradigms of of how 
these systems have just affected even our own interpersonal communications and and how I feed into that and just work on that healing in myself um, constantly shifting in my own link because I know when I shift and I change and I expand that just that is what feeds and opens others to shift and change and expand as well um, and and in that um, as as a person who also right now is teaching like in the public schools what a strange time that last year I stepped back into that world which was such a system and I'd lived in I, I had stepped out of that like 20 years ago because because I knew there was something more than than these systems um, and I, I believe deeply in in education I believe deeply in caring for our everyone like all ages and from all places and I do I do think there needs to be some which is why I stepped into this last year I do think there needs to be some deep recognition and some deep healing in in that as a system and I don't know if that coming apart or how that I don't I'm not sure how that all happens but to really get even more um to dig my roots in a little bit deeper in breaking up that soil in conversation and connection um, within that system, I think is a really important to, to me. And it, all of this sounds very vague because it still feels very vague because as I was saying, there's a lot that I just don't know and there's still a lot of growing that I can do. I think in the bigger, in, in my little, in my still little pot of me, of the bigger picture, I think when I'm ready and I, and my heart is in a place of center with the information that I've collected. You know, my hope is that I'll speak when it's always, whenever there's a chance and an opportunity to speak up. And um, yeah, and then in the bigger picture, empowerment not power but empowerment like I think one of my deepest dreams is that that all beings find the sense of their own strength and power and beauty and can see that in ourselves and in each other that it that there's less of this place of hierarchy and less a place of distrust in ourselves and more a place of recognizing our wisdom and each other's wisdom in that place of, of non-truth and truth not even existing, you know, because it's all true, mm. you know, when we're really in touch with our wisdom. Um, yeah. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. Deep listening. 
and shifting and evolving and spark ankling from that spark ankling deep listening yeah deep connection <clears throat> so the theme song for the medicine caller for the show is the I hear the call, I know the call, I call the call, I am the call. Do you remember that one? Sing it and I'll join it. That's true. That is, that's the whole thing. So you, you, you're halfway to knowing it. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we can play with that right now and then we'll see what else okay. comes. Okay. <clears throat> Aw, I love you. I love you. I hear the call, I know the call, I call the call, I am the call. I hear the call, I know the call, I call the call, I am the call. I hear the call, I know the call, I call the call, I am the call. I hear the call, I know the call, I call the call, I am the call. You hear the call, you know the call, you call the call, you are the call. You hear the call, you are the call, you call the call, you are the call. You hear the call, you call the call, you know the call, you are the call. We hear the call, we know the call, we call the call, we are the call. We hear the call, we know the call, we call the call, we We hear the call, we know the call, we call the call, we are the call. With my writing. Okay. I sing it with you too? Of course. Okay. So a couple, because now we're doing, I'm trying to a couple of things to say. Yeah, go ahead. Tune in. So I want to talk about how, if we're talking about evolving things through vibration, this understanding that when we shift our own inner vibration, it will, it reverberates and it shifts the outside world. And it's incredibly impactful. It's like very effective. And so 
So it's why doing our inner work is so powerful is because we're in this vibrational existence. And so we shift our own vibration and then it shifts the, the web, the vibration that we're in, right? Mm -hmm. Another way to shift vibration is to affect the vibrational field. And so by doing a thing, by taking an action, by moving furniture, by um, painting the walls of a house, by um, giving away all your belongings, by building a community center and calling people together by marching in the streets, right? By taking action in that way, by giving voice and showing up in these manifested in the physical form interacts with the physical form. There's a vibrational shift. And so this understanding of if it's all vibrational work, this is what you're talking about, Love's Diner, it's all medicine, right? So I can sit here silently, quote unquote, in, in quotes, the, si the silence that is actual silence is holding all sound, right? Other than that, everything is <laughs> sound and vibration inside it. So we're in this, in this space, in, 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 in this internal vibrational space, kind of tuning or acclimating or shifting that's resonating and affecting everything, or we're taking this vibrational structure and we're touching it physically in that vibrational space. And that's also shifting it. It's shifting our vibration. It's shifting the vibrations of the things that we're touching. And so I think about, I, I, I want to dedicate this as we sing right now for me to all of the people who are using, um, I guess I, I really want to say all the people that are doing that intentionally, like in every way. And because I, I work in commune and in, in that internal space and in that quantum space to the people that are using their bodies in the physical realm and, and touching that physical world. Um, in that work and in that effort to bless there, to protect, to guide, to treasure, to um, lift up, to amplify, and, and to hold them. is is like, that's when we got really quiet and I heard that and was like, bing, and then I like sing it to them. And um, there's, it's like part of me, the like, the like activist marching in the street part of me has been so curious that when I've been doing my deep listening, I've been guided to do things like walk up the mountain and make offerings to the elements or travel to the woods or sit in deep contemplation has felt curious to me in this time because the parts of me that literally just want to be on the streets in, in specifically in Philadelphia with my family. Um, and so, so that's just always like in my heart every day. I just, there was a part of me that, that is, is there. And I offer everything that I do here to that, to that, which is there, which of course I'm grateful that that means it's to everywhere. So, um, so that's, that's what comes up for me. That's like where my like dedication and rise and inspiration is coming from right now. And that, and that like surrender of it all, like the blessing of it all. So anything that you want to say about that? And if you would speak just a little bit about um, Tara or the song, just kind of people, uh, some information if they're not familiar with this yeah. practice. Um, uh, this song, uh, Tara is a chant to, well, there's many Taras. There's, I think there's 21 different incarnations of Tara. She can be quite wrathful. Um, Tara can be compassionate and... Um, um, anyway, there, if you're interested, there's all sorts of ways you can study and connect to Tara or just chant. And this is her mantra, Om Tare Tu Tare Tu Re Swaha. It's a very healing mantra, and it can be dedicated, um, especially for these big, huge times in our lives when there's this place of 
when there is a lot of struggle, when you, you know that people are suffering and it just is almost so overwhelming, we don't know what to do with it all. This is, this is a piece of medicine that can be, can be chanted um, and you can dedicate this. Um, I believe like as um, COVID started becoming a piece that the Dalai Lama actually recommended that we chant to Tara. Um, Green Tara, I love Green Tara, sits with um, one foot extended, ready to like come to the aid as soon as you request, come to mm. the aid. Um, and uh, I feel that when I, when I ask, definitely. So, um, for the healing. Yeah, for the healing. Oh, 
Thank you for being with us today, Gitali. Thank you for inviting me to be with you, and I wish for all of you listening, and for all of you that are not listening. (laughs) (laughs) So much love. Always guidance on our journey. gentle gentle in your courageous bravery as you listen deeply as you miss opportunities to listen deeply and then realize that you missed an opportunity to listen deeply which is now another opportunity to listen deeply (laughs) gentle gentle you are precious 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 you're doing enough. You can't. Ugh. Thank you, Trevor Hall. You can't rush your healing. You can't rush your healing. And so to lean back and to lean forward and to to let go of holding up your weight. To let your weight be the thing that gravity. I think of gravity as the arms of the earth and the body of the earth. Her chest. And so she just holds us to her. And so let your weight be the way that her arms hold you and wrap you and hold you close. Mm. 
Thank you all. Thank you all. Thank you all. Thank you all. Many blessings. Just want to say, I have launched my Patreon, and Geetali and I have a little, our little ditty, a little download, 30-second version of the I Trust. That's the kind of stuff I'm putting up there. It came into the car. We recorded it right then and there, so just raw. So that's the kind of stuff you get if you join that space over there. And so you're invited. Um, as always, you know, if there's someone who you think would benefit from the medicine of our time together, I encourage you to extend that connection. Um, maybe they'll listen, maybe they won't, but I know that's my that's my invitation to you. And yeah, that's it. My mind went a lot of places. Ugh, I'm happy. I'm feeling very like happy and and content. So just be well, be well, be well, be well. I love you so much. I love you, Gita Lee. I love you, Sophia. We're all doing. We're doing. Yes, yeah, everybody just maybe put your hands on yourself. Kiss to yourself. We're doing it. We're doing it. There's no no sides. We're all one. So I love. I love. Period. All right. Take care. Catch you next time. <laughs>